Do you feel guilty for working on your business? Either you think it's not worth it because it's not making the money that you need, or you feel like you're constantly neglecting your kids when you're working on your business and they're anywhere in the house. If that's you, today we're going to be debunking these lies that are keeping you from doing the thing that God is calling you to do and actually prioritizing your business. Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business. To realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mama with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so He can work through you. Hey there, and welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. This is Alexia. I'm so glad that you joined me for another episode. Today's episode is a follow-up to the last episode where we talked about this shift on how to look at our schedules. And instead of looking at our schedule and deciding what we can do, saying, God, what are you asking me to do? And then figuring out a way out a way to adjust our schedule to match that, even if we don't see a way. And I wanted to do today's episode as a follow up for all of the mindset blocks and things that could get in the way from you actually doing that, because it sounds nice in theory. But if we really don't know how, like we're seeing the schedule, and we just don't know what to do with it. I wanted to give you some direction, some some questions to ask yourself to help you undo those mindset blocks, because you might be saying, what does a mindset block have to do with this? I have a schedule and I have specific times like I can't do anything about that. But a lot of the way we think, right, I mean, our thoughts affect how we act, meaning how we prioritize things, what we value in our week, what we're doing with our time. All of those things are based on what we are believing is worth our time, what we believe we should be doing or shouldn't be doing. And so I want to talk about some of those things. But before I get into the episode, I wanted to let you know about a free guide that I have called Blessed Balance for Christian Business Moms. And this is going to help you. This is a free guide. Just go to momwithacalling.com slash blessed balance, just one word. And this is a free guide that's going to help you look at all the different parts of your life, all the different things that you have to juggle. And in a really systematic way, it's using the, the will of life concept. Um, you're going to look at all the different areas and really pray and seek God's input to figure out what you should be working on based on what he says, not what not what you think is a good idea, not what somebody else out there has said you should or shouldn't be doing. We want to really make sure that we're doing what God has asked us to do. And each and every one of you has something different because of the season you're in, because of the journey that you're on. So some of you are going to be called to work on your business more because your kids might be in school or maybe you just feel led to work on your business more and you're totally fine with your kids spending tons of tons of time with their dad or you hire somebody to come in a couple of days a week and spend time with them, maybe a a college kid or something like that. 
Or maybe you feel really led to work on your business only a little bit because you feel really strongly about being there with your kids. Maybe you're homeschooling. Maybe you have little babies or toddlers. And so all of us have different seasons. And those examples I just gave are not the only options if you have kids in school or if you have toddlers and little ones. Those are just examples because I think sometimes we hear things in the online space and we think this is what we should or shouldn't be doing. And none of that is even true. That's their thing. We have to really ask ourselves, what is God asking us to do? So this guide, the Blessed Balance Guide, will really help you look at all the different areas, ask God, where is he leading you to focus so that you can really then take that information and apply that to your schedule and then say, okay, does my schedule reflect where God's calling me? Because if there are things on your schedule that either shouldn't be there at all, or they're overly prioritized in a way that doesn't align with what God's asking you to do, you can make those adjustments. So it's a really practical way to start doing that. So again, just go to momwithacalling.com slash blessed balance to grab that. So for today's episode, I really wanted to go into a lot of the mindset blocks that could really impact your ability to make those adjustments in your schedule, like I was saying. Well, I don't have like, you know, three bullet points or something like that. But I just want to share with you some of the thoughts I was having that I think will really help you. So first of all, a hard pill to swallow, but this is really important is that our obedience comes at a cost. And this comes from like, I keep talking about the experiencing God book. It's so good. And this is the some this is the chapter I read this week. And I was like, yes, this applies so much to our schedules and our time and in general what we think about our business. Because we may think that nothing is happening. You may think that you're doing all this work and nothing is really happening in your business. There's no money coming in, nobody's talking to you, there's no response. That all of the effort that you're putting in isn't worth it. But if God has called you to do it, then he is at work the end. And he may not have shown you yet what's going on. You may be planting seeds in people's hearts. You don't know if you have three people listening to your podcast or reading your blog or watching your YouTube channel, but they're being changed. Their hearts are being changed. And that is God at work. And so the question is, are you really going to continue doing the work that God has given you if it doesn't do what you want it to do? That's a tough one right? Because if it makes the money or shows the result that you think, then that's the only thing that's going to make it feel like it's worth it to you. Because a lot of times God asks, God's asked people to do things that it doesn't go the way they thought at all. In the end, they receive the provision. In the end, they see the fruit of their labor, but sometimes they don't. And definitely, I shouldn't say definitely, but a lot of times it's not on the timing that they needed. It's not the amount they needed. Often it's more like there's all of these things and all these different ways that God is going to work through this. But just because it doesn't look like you want it to look right now does not mean it's not important. And it doesn't mean that you should stop doing it. And I think a lot of people really are, are struggling with that, honestly, because you need the money, you need the provision. And so then I would I would question if maybe you're being led to have a part-time job or to do it via VA or something like that. There are other ways to make money. And I have another episode on this. I'll have to put it in the show notes. I don't know off the top of my head, but where I talk about the idea of like Paul being a tent maker. And that doesn't mean he's somehow doing less of his work because he's providing for himself. It is good to provide for yourself. And if you need to, and your business isn't able to right now, because 
for whatever reason, whether it's because it's new, whether it's because you have things you need to work out, whether it's because it just takes time or it's just not the time for it to be bringing in that provision, it doesn't mean that you're somehow losing faith or not trusting God because you got a part-time job. You're being a good steward of the things that God's asked you to do. Now, you know, question, do you really need to have that part-time job? Because how are your finances? Are they just tight? Or is it like you need to make money, right? And so those are all questions, all things that you need to sit with God on. But I do think there's this danger of us saying, well, it's not even worth it to to do that because I'm not going to make any money from it. But is God asking you? Our focus needs to be on obedience, not just money. So I hope that you want to do what God has asked, even if you never see a return. Yes, you need the help and you need to be provided for, but it will be okay working those side jobs or whatever other way, but it doesn't mean to stop doing the work that God gave you anyway right? Even if you're working a full-time job and you still feel led to do the thing that God's given you, then do that podcast on the side. That's okay. We have to keep our eyes on God to keep going when no one else seems to care, when no one's responding, when the money's not coming in. You have to constantly remind yourself of who you are are working for and why. What's the real goal with what you're doing? It's not fun to have it be without reward. Our minds are going to work in a way that we are going to want to see a reward for what we're doing. And it will, you know, your, your, the, the lies will start to come up that you're going to work forever for nothing. Um, and it's never going to work out. And this is a waste of time and you start to panic, but God brings the harvest. When you sow those seeds, when you do work, he is blessing the work of your hands and you have to trust him and his timing, and what he decides to bring you when he decides to bring it to you. This, of course, needs to be balanced with us actually doing the work needed. So we can't say something like that, but then we're not actually doing the work in our business that we're supposed to. But if you're doing the work to the best of your ability, and it's not providing for you, then then that needs you need to be okay with that. Because that means that God just is simply asking you to do this, but it's not, it's just not providing for you yet. And you're going to reap what you sow. If we haphazardly sow all different directions at different times, we're not really cultivating the conditions for growth. So meaning if you're bouncing from this idea to that strategy, to this business idea, to this tactic, and you're doing all these things, your business isn't going to grow because you're doing all sorts of random things. You have to cultivate the conditions for growth, picking one direction, focusing on one thing, one message, all of those things. And God will bless the bless you on the road with little signs of the fruit of your labor along the way. So meaning maybe it's like seeing that little sprout come up, like you've been toiling and planting all these seeds and tilling up the ground, I should say it in order, tilling up the ground and planting the seeds and tending to the soil and watering and all this stuff. You don't know if anything's going to happen. You're just planting seeds and you're hoping something's going to happen. And then after weeks, you see a little a little sprout and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's working. That's the kind of stuff that God gives you those little blessings. Somebody buys something. Somebody reaches out on on social media and says, hey, your podcast impacted me. Somebody replies to an email from your weeks and weeks of email where nobody's replied and somebody replies back and says, 
I love getting your emails. They're so encouraging. Those little sprouts are those little bits of encouragement that this could be a harvest if you, if you just keep going. But seeing that little sprout does not guarantee there's going to be a full crop or a harvest or anything, right? It still has to be tended to. You still have to stay the course. The same nurture that was needed to get it there, you still have to do that plus some and even changing what you're doing along the way because as the plant grows, as your business grows, you will start to need to do different things to, in order to cultivate that, in order to help it grow. And in the end, though, what's really interesting, if you think about it, is we don't actually do anything to make it grow. It grows inherently on its own. But like God is the one bringing the growth. But we are there to sow that seed and to keep nurturing it and doing our part to facilitate or to allow for that growth, to give it room to grow. The other part I want to talk about, so that was the part about our time feeling like it's worth it or should we schedule it and that kind of stuff. So I want you to also consider asking yourself how you think of this business. Do you think of it as a business? Do you think of it as something that God has called you to that you need to prioritize in your life, in your schedule? And if so, are you currently doing that? Because if not, why? Why aren't you prioritizing it? I would suggest that it's potentially because there's some guilt around working on the business or there's a lack of belief that it's going to be worth it, which is what we just talked about. So now I want to talk about the mom guilt side, because a lot of times we feel guilty for working on our business instead of spending time with our kids. I hear this a lot from clients. I've heard it in this past week from clients. I went through it myself and I still struggle with this. I have to really, really, really watch my thinking around this because it is such a common belief. And I don't really know why, but if you think about it, a lot of times this idea is coming from the belief that if we spend a ton of time with our kids, it's somehow going to be good for them. It's going to shield them from bad things. It's going to affect their development in a positive way. But is that really true? If we're honest, that thought comes from the focus on our kids' mental state. And of course, we shouldn't neglect our kids. But if God has given us this business and this mission, then don't you think we can trust God to take care of our kids? I don't mean physically, but yes, but that's not what I mean. I mean, mentally and emotionally, their future and their hearts. Because what's the really important thing that we want for our kids? What's the ultimate goal for our kids? It's to walk in the ways of the Lord and to know him. So when our kids see us working on a business that isn't yielding anything, and yet they ask us why we're doing it, we have a chance to tell them because God asked me to, and I believe that he is working. And I believe that this is a worthy thing to be doing. That money isn't the only reason to pursue something. That when God gives you work, it deserves your best effort and attention regardless. And even when your kids are young and may not be quite able to ask that yet, The people around you can see it. Your husband, your friends and family, your old colleagues from your work. Everybody sees that you're committed and working on something that doesn't seem worth it to them. It's not making money yet or whatever. You know, it's not you're not super successful, quote unquote. And you get to say, I'm obeying God. I'm doing this because God has given me this work. And this actually connects with the verse that I was reading earlier this week um, in first Samuel. So it's 1 Samuel 10, 11, and this is right after Saul has been anointed by Samuel, and he's telling him that there's going to be these three things that's going to happen, these three signs, 
And it's going to culminate in him prophesying. And in verse 11, it says, everyone who knew him previously and saw him prophesying with the prophets asked each other, what has happened to the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? And that little verse just stood out to me because I thought, how important is it that people knew him before, during, and after? Because they had to know that he doesn't normally prophesy to see that something is up. Something is different because that's not what Saul does. So for people to see you through the journey is important because then when he gets chosen as king by Samuel, they're like, oh, they're connecting the dots. We saw him prophesying and now he's chosen as king. He really is anointed. He really is chosen. And God gets the glory in that, not Saul or, you know, so in our own lives, we have to think about how the opportunity for people to see us going through the struggle, the opportunity for them to see us not making money, but still doing the thing is going to bring God the glory because after God has moved, they're going to see that it was him. It's not you. He's going to get glorified in that. I keep talking about this to my friends, but I have like in high school, in college, maybe even in grad school, I am I am not the person who can read a book or a story or whatever and tell you the alternate meaning, like the deeper meaning of something. But I can do this with the Bible now. And it's that I know it is not me because I have a whole life of proving that I do not know how to do that. And so I know that God is working through me with that gift because I don't have that gift. I've tried for years and years to do that in school. I struggled through those English classes of writing papers with a deeper meaning. Literally in senior senior year of high school, the teacher, I gave my answer for what I thought was a deeper meaning. And she literally said, that's stupid. We don't need stupid answers like that. Not okay. I get it. But still, that just shows you how off base I was. And now I can't. It's like it's everywhere. So when and that's just in my own life, right? But when we see God moving through us like that, it's powerful, but it's even more powerful when those around you see that journey and they won't see the full culmination of the journey if you give up. So if someone sees you working on this, but nothing happens, yet you continue to work, not from a, I know I'm going to make money one day if I just keep on working, not from that perspective, but from a, I'm trusting God and doing the work that he's giving and trusting that he will provide for my needs and he will bless me according to what he decides. If you operate from that place, that is where he's going to be glorified. And the amount of time or what we should be doing cannot be determined by anyone but us and God. We have to seek God's direction and do as he directs. He knows the needs of your kids, the point of the mission of your business, etc. You have to make sure that your reason for choosing something isn't based on shame or shoulds or your own desires, even to an extent. Fear that you won't make enough so you work harder than you need to or shame that you aren't spending all your time with your kids because Instagram moms say that you're supposed to do that or else you're a terrible neglectful mom or working on a million different things in your business because you quote unquote should if you're really serious about your business and having success because some online guru out there says that you need to do it when they don't even know you. They don't know your situation and they don't know what God's calling you to do. We like working more than playing Legos if we're honest. So we choose it, right? We we don't want to sit there and do pretend stuff with our kids. Like, yes, we love our kids, but we really like to choose our business. But 
God chose us to build relationships with our kids. And he's also building our character in the process. I don't know about you guys, but that patience of and like building up long suffering by building Legos or having to pick up the Legos or try to get my kid to pick up the Legos when he explodes them everywhere. Those are good things, right? Self-control and kindness when your kid says, look, mom, for the thousandth time. These are all part of character building. Nothing in your life that God is calling you to is wasted. And so I don't know if that resonates with you at all, but I just, those are the two big areas I see. There are a number of reasons, right? And and a number of ways for you to adjust your schedule. Again, grab that freebie, um, the Blessed Balance Guide. Just go to mamawithacalling.com slash blessed balance to get that. And that will help you kind of see what you need to be doing with your schedule on the tactical side. But these two things are the biggest things I hear moms say is that they feel they're not really sure that their business is worth it because of the money it's not making. Honestly, it's that that's what it is or not the feedback. And usually feed, it's like at least they wish they could have someone reaching out on uh, from an email or on Instagram or something. But even if they have that, I will say that even the next level is, but it's not making money. Like people are responding, but it's not making money. And so there's this thought that it's not worth it. And so that's the first one I was talking about. But obedience comes with a cost and really questioning and looking at your heart in that way. And then the second one is mom guilt and feeling like you should be doing something else and you you shouldn't be doing your business. And I don't know if I said this, but I'll say it here real quick. A lot of times moms feel like they're not allowed to work on their business because they actually enjoy the business. You actually love doing this. And we're not used to just stepping away from our family and allowing ourselves to do something we love. And we can't even fathom and understand how God can call us to do something. It's work. We love it. And we're going to get paid. And it's going to be like, is this real life? You know, like that kind of thing. And we don't know how to quite process that. So I hope these really help you as you're working on your schedule um, of your if you were convicted from the last episode to feel like you really needed to look at your schedule and make those adjustments, but you really didn't know how it's like you see the schedule, but you don't know how to actually do it. These mindset shifts are going to help you with that and grabbing that free guide. And if you need that extra one-on-one support, if you need the help with working through these mindset things, or you still don't see how in the world this is going to work, book a biblical mindset session with me. I would love to support you in this to work through whatever is blocking you. And we can create a custom spirit led action plan in our session that will give you action steps for the week. So you can start making progress in this in these areas, changing your schedule, making those adjustments through the mindset shifts that you'll have and really identifying those so you can really get in alignment and say, God, I'm here. I'm trying to do what you're asking me to do. And you're taking those actions because faith without actions, without works is dead because saying, I believe God's called me to this, but then not doing anything about it is not really believing God called you to this. Because if you did, how would that change how you showed up in your business? So I hope these help you see how your mindset really does impact how you act. Because if you don't believe in something, if you feel guilty about it, if you feel like it's not even worth it, you're not going to make time for it. So we have to shift those thoughts so we will make time for it. We'll prioritize what God is asking you to do. All right, that's it for this episode. And I will see you next time. And in the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out. 
Are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.